Hello and welcome to the Andy Man Podcast, coming to you from the dungeon. My name's Andy. And I am Andy. And this is going to be a podcast about who we are, where we are, how we got here, and what happened along the way. It's going to be a bumpy ride at times, but we'll start off a little bit, just a brief introduction. My name's Andy. I've been married and divorced twice. I've got three sons from my first marriage, two stepdaughters from my second marriage, one granddaughter, and four boys that I sponsor through Compassion International. I'm living with my roommate and two kittens. I uh, messed up on my two marriages because of my involvement with pornography. I wasn't able to handle the stress of it. More so in the first marriage. The second marriage was had a lot more to do with her. But we won't get into those details right now. But it was definitely sexual in nature. The whole mess. Sex really messes stuff up when you don't do it right. Amen to that. Um, a little bit about myself. I'm also Andy. And I am married. I have two boys. I have a dog and a cat. And... Much like Andy over there, I also have struggled with, with pornography. And I actually met Andy in a sexual purity group at a church here in Minnesota. And uh, we became pretty good friends pretty quick. And we've been friends ever since. And we talk every Monday for a good half hour. And we uh, talk about life. We talk about issues that, are, that we're going through. We talk about current events. Um, especially, you know, sexual struggles that we may be going through at the time. And our goal is to just edify each other, to build each other up, to encourage each other and challenge each other also to just improve and learn and to, to, to gain from those experiences. So tell me, how did you come up with the idea for this podcast? Yeah, well, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts and I was just thinking about you know, I wish there was a, a podcast about stuff that Andy and I talk about. I'm like, why not just do a podcast ourselves? And I, I was thinking about it, and Andy actually texted me that while I was thinking about it. Uh, it wasn't about a podcast, but it was something else. And I responded, I'm like, let's do a podcast. And he said, all right, let's do it. And here we are. Here we are. In the dungeon. In the dungeon. So... <laughs> <laughs> um, but we've, we've definitely talked about a lot of things and we've had, man, we, we've, we've laughed a lot. We've, you know, cried even, and, um, we, we've both have been through quite a bit, um, through the ringer, that's man. for sure. But we're here and we're, we're, we're surviving. We're, we're learning. We're, we're improving. Growing. We're, we are growing for sure. And, um, uh, we hope to share those experiences with, uh, you because I think we have a lot of ex We've made a lot of mistakes. And yeah. Brings me to my favorite quote. I don't know who said it first, but they said, no one is ever completely useless. They can always serve as a bad example. So I'm going to be your bad example. And you're a really good bad example, by the way. Oh, look who's talking. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk about our bad examples and see what sticks. Yeah, and we have, we have a lot of sticky, sticky stuff, stuff to, to talk about. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No doubt. Well, let's talk a little bit about 
our accountability relationship because that's been a very important part of getting where I am now, both with you yes. and my former roommate, now late roommate, Josh. You met him at, the, at our um, purity group. Yes, great guy. He, great guy. <clears throat> he would be a fantastic addition to this team, this lineup here, except he's got the wrong name. Yeah, we have to call something else then. Yeah, but we talked about all kinds of stuff, me and Josh and then me and Andy and some of the other guys that I've, I've met in along the way. And one of the things I've learned about how important accountability is is how it... Uh, it gets me to not only ask the hard questions of the other guy, but also to answer the hard questions and to expect honesty from both parties, both with myself and with the other guy and expecting honesty from him. Right. And if you can't be honest with yourself, there's no way you can be honest with others. Exactly. And, and, and that's, and, you know, in those those groups that we went to, the purity groups we went to, like that was the whole point is just being in an environment that you can discuss sexual purity issues if you're struggling, if you're even if you have successes, you know, like you can encourage somebody that way. Um, but we want to normalize sexuality. Talking about talking sexuality. about sexuality is is something that's almost like shamed. In a, especially in a church setting. People are so ashamed to talk about it. They don't talk about their struggles enough. And that's a huge problem. And talking about how the relationship with God helps. You know, God works in me in spite of myself a lot of times. And he's brought me to a place now where I don't have the same struggles I used to. I have grown and I can see it over the years now especially in the last five years, the, the change has been quite remarkable. You know, 50 years of my life, and that gives you a bit of a clue how old I am, I guess, I basically just kind of wandered and muddled along, and it wasn't until the last five or six years now that I really started going, I got to figure this out before it's too late, because I wasn't having it figured out. Yeah, and like for me too, like I was definitely not honest at all with, with my wife, with those around me, my loved ones. Like nobody knew I was struggling for so long. And then, you know, my wife did find out eventually and it nearly destroyed my marriage. I almost lost my family because of it. And, you know, meeting people like Andy, just just being in that situation. Because other guys go th through this stuff. Like, we're, we're, you know, we're not, I know for a fact, Andy and I are not the only ones that struggle with pornography sex issues and just just that that shame overwhelming shame that we deal with and just being in a in a setting where you can comfortably talk about it has to be a normal par part of our christian life as well as should, should be a normal part of our christian life yeah and being able to <clears throat> ask for advice from other guys <laughs> even going to, um how to how to really love your wife, for one thing. How to, how to be a good listener. I mean, and we get it. What are you saying there? What? How to love your, how to really love your wife. I say something listening or something. And listening, yeah. How to listen. Yeah, I, that was my second one. How to listen. Oh, I see what you were. 
Oh man. So, we're doing so well too. Oh, I think we're doing just fine. Yeah, yeah. Right. We'll keep going. How to listen. And it it was um a lot of times people get down on men who want to get in touch with their feelings. They want to get all touchy feely. Real men get touchy feely. Well, they God, understand God us with with emotions. Yeah, exactly. It's and we need to be able to identify and feel those emotions. And not be afraid of them. Not to be. Yes, yes. I mean, when you were talking about encouraging other men in the accountability groups, I still remember one guy saying how much he was encouraged every time I talked about how I was allowing myself to feel the pain. Nobody likes feeling the pain, and some. I think some guys decide that, well, instead of the emotional pain, I'm going to feel the physical pain of, you know, busting muscles, working out and stuff like that. And that's that's really good. We should work out more and, and work, our, work our muscles like that, which is something I don't do. But we also need to be able to feel the pain of our emotions because just like pain is weakness leaving your physical body, Pain is weakness leaving your emotional self. Well, pain is also like a warning sign. It could tell you something is wrong. Yeah. And that you can, you can fix it. Yeah. And, you know, but you might need help. You might need help. Yeah. And pain is, you know, emotional pain is just a natural reaction to things that happen in life. You know, I felt very rejected by my second wife a number of times. And I, at first, didn't let myself feel the pain of that rejection. But once I understood that facing the pain and working through it is the only way to really heal from it, that was when I started letting myself feel the pain, examining from a very, I mean, it's, it's a very stoic at times, but just because you're stoic doesn't mean you don't feel anything. I don't I haven't studied stoicism much, but I've been able to come to a point where I can look at the pain and determine whether or not my emotional response is appropriate for what happened or not. Like, my second wife cheated on me a number of times, and it hurt. And it was completely appropriate for me to hurt because she betrayed me at a very deep level. I thought we were going to spend the rest of our lives together. I thought we were going to be true to each other. And allowing myself to feel that pain enabled me to cope with it in a healthy way and to learn how to say, okay, God, she hurt me deeply. She owes me something, but I'm going to let you collect that debt rather than for me to try to collect that debt because there's no way I could collect it anyway. There's no way I could make what she did right. Only you can do that, God. And that's, that's kind of what forgiveness has come to mean. And if I hadn't felt allowed myself to feel that pain, I might not have ever really learned what forgiveness means. And there was that, that story that we went through in our, in our, our group where, you know, a man had this, this dream, a recurring dream where, oh, yeah. where the sun was setting. He kept wanting to chase the sun because he was being overcome by darkness. But he eventually learned that he had to turn around and face that darkness and then the sun would come a lot faster in, in that direction. Yep. So, um, yeah, facing the pain, is is important because it, it it you can learn from it. You can figure out why you're feeling pain, and you can perhaps change something, make changes, and then you won't feel pain anymore. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes 
We can't do anything to change what causes the pain. We can't change somebody else's behavior. Correct. I can't make you do that. All I can do is, if you hurt me in some way, I can bring that to your attention, but I still have to forgive you and, and let that go. I've had to do this a number of times with one of my friends at work. He just rolls over. He interrupts me all the time. I feel like I don't get listened to by him by the th sometimes. But I've learned how to just, okay, that's just the way he is. Deal with it. I can't change him. Yeah, and I love this discussion because and this is a good example of... Seeing what sticks. Yeah, and like we, we, had, we weren't scripting this at all. Um, you know, we just started talking about pain, and I think it's something that is something that we both dealt with in, in a major way in our lives. And, oh, yeah. And um, so talking about, and, and you know what, Some somebody else out there perhaps doesn't do it right now, like you are experiencing pain, and it's okay to reach out and ask for help. It's okay to, um, y even Annie and I, you, you know, you could contact us, and we would love to encourage you. We could you know, pray for you. Um, and pray with you. Yeah, we would love to pray with you. And, and that's why we're doing it, because we, we know there are other people struggling. We, we've met so many people over the years, and I know we are not the only ones. Um, the Bible says that, you know, you know, we are tempted by sin that is common to man. And so this is a common thing. You know, sex sexuality, you know, just struggling with those type of things are, are very common. And, you know, one reason why, because it's not confronted you know that, that pain that shame it's not taken care of in a healthy way and it just gets worse and worse and it, uh, things escalate and pain gets even worse pain happens pain happens so let's talk about some other things that we might talk about across the course of this podcast yeah well we we are both unashamed christians we we, we love Christ, um, he's, he's saved us. He's, he's cleansed us from all unrighteousness, and we believe that for sure. Uh, so, our perspectives comes from from him, from from the Bible. We believe that it's the word of God. I I think our primary call as human beings is to walk with our Creator. It says right there in Micah six eight. It lays it out. He has shown thee, O man. What is good and what the Lord desires of thee, but to do justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with thy God. And that pretty much just, that sums it up. And when you walk with God, he changes you. Things happen. You know, they say that you are, you become who you, who you hang out with. And when you hang out with the creator of the universe, Wow. Things happen. Amen. Things happen. And I think people are starting to see, uh, even just strangers in, are starting to see that I'm starting to reflect my, my creator better. We also talk about you know, current events, You know what, what's in the news right now. We, we definitely <laughs> have our strong opinions. and we Sometimes we even disagree on things. We never you... disagree. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, but yeah, we, we love just talking about what's, what's happening or our, our lives, you know, we'll, we'll, you know, a funny story of a challenge that we're facing, um, what inspires us. If there's a song that we like, we'll forward it to each other and we'll yeah, yeah. You know, encourage each other that way. We, we love our music. 
you introduced me to Josh Garrell. And yeah, I still, Josh Garrell is a I good like boy. listening to him. Yep. Yeah, he's good. So, and um, music po is politics. You oh know, yeah, politics. Don't get us going on politics, though, because we could talk for a half hour. Um, <laughs> talk your ear off. <laughs> yeah, and show how much we don't know as well. Yeah, we we, we pretend we sometimes sound like we know a lot, but we might not know as much as we think we do. But well, I've learned that as long as you sound like you know what you're talking about or look like you know what you're doing, people will just leave you alone and accept you. <laughs> leave you alone. <laughs> that explains a lot. Yep. <laughs> we'll talk about what's happening in our lives sometimes, you know, personal things like like my getting my kittens. Yeah. yeah. I'm a crazy cat man now. Yeah. yeah. You didn't have to agree so readily. Yeah. <laughs> you only got two cats, so, so that's not too bad. Right. So. I got two because I figured they'd keep each other entertained and not rip up my curtains. There you go. Um, but we also talk about like some stuff that aren't so fun. You know, my my two boys were diagnosed with muscular dystrophy, and that's a huge challenge for my family. And you know, Andy's been there since we we found out, and he's been an encouragement for for me and my family. You know, so we, we talk about life, some good, the bad, the ugly. Oh yeah, definitely um, the ugly. Yeah, but talking about the good is good too. We and. Because we need to talk about the good. I had to. I just had a call, and I had to turn the brother away from focusing on all the negative that's going on in his life. Every week we call, we talk, and it seems like he's complaining about the same thing again and again and again. And I just had to say, look, you need to focus in on the giver of life here, and just sit. And listen to him. I didn't say that, though, as you need to, because that hardly ever goes over well. But I talked to, how did I say that? I just said, we got two choices. And let me tell you, when I just focus in on asking, say, God, what do you want to hear me? What do you want to say to me? What do you want to say to me, Lord? That is really a great place to start, because... Don't come to him saying, oh, I want, I'm concerned about this. I'm concerned about that. What does he promise? He says, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added to you. He is the kingdom. And if we seek after him first, everything else will start falling into place. And this other brother was, things seem to be falling apart for him. And I'm like, seek after, seek after God first. Seek after the Lord. Yeah, that's that's very important, and, and that's that's part of the reason why it's good to have like accountability partners. You know, yep. I mentioned earlier that Andy and I talk about life every every Monday. We talk for a good half hour, sometimes more. Yep. And it's important to edify each other. To iron does sharpen iron, and I, I can trust telling Andy with anything that I'm going through, any, any struggle I'm going through. Yeah. And I know he's not going to like point his finger at me and. Why'd you do that? You know, but but you know, he, it's okay to like. I think it's okay for him to like judge my actions because it's important to point that out, and people need to hear if they're making a mistake. And and I know Andy does it out of love, and I'll do the same thing for him too. Yep. And but 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 it's like, okay, what can you do to improve yourself? What did you learn? Um, how can you avoid that next time? And yeah. Just just be prepared. You know, sometimes if we let our guards down, it's easy to just to, to fall back and, and to fall into sin again. 
Um, so just having that person you can confide in is, is extremely important. And that's what I'm hoping this podcast can do for people is just to create that conversation, encourage people to seek out that that accountability with, with somebody. It doesn't have to be us. It could be anybody. So yeah. Somebody that you trust. Um, yeah, please. Yeah. I'm pretty much full up on accountability partners. <laughs> but we need But we, need but we can help you find someone, maybe. Well, I, I, no, we can't even promise that. I can't even promise to help you find someone because, yeah. But the, And that's the part of <clears throat> going to a, a group, you know, because when you go to a group, it's a, it's a, you, know, you can be anonymous. You can, um, you know, usually agree to keep it inside the room. Not, nothing leaves that room. Yep. So whatever you say stays in that room. And... It's important to confess your sins to one another so that you may be healed. Yep. Um, we need to pray for each other, to encourage each other, and just creating that open, honest dialogue that I feel is lacking in the church. Oh, yeah. So Everyone's so concerned about being, looking good. I know I was. That, that I spent most of my life worrying about being a good Christian boy. I had to look good. That's why, I mean... Me and my first wife, we fornicated. And I'm like, oh, I I got to marry her now because we did the deed. Wait a minute. We were going to talk using actual proper terms, weren't we? <laughs> I believe so. We had sex before marriage. And I've, I did love her. I really, but I felt obligated now that I seduced her, so to speak. I had to marry her. And in a lot of ways, I think that was the right thing to do. Yeah, and I can relate to that too. Like, you know, just put on that good Christian face. You know, I, I grew up as a pastor's kid and just that those high expectations and, you, you know, people think assume, they, they see you, you, you're happy and, and oh, yeah. you think you're, you got it all together, you know, but at the same time, like, and I carry that through my adult life too and, and like, you know, I'm, I'm struggling on the inside, but on the outside, I'm, 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 I'm looking like I'm doing okay. And if you ask me how I'm doing, I'd say, well, I'm fine. You know, I'm, I'm doing well, you know, but I wasn't. And because I wasn't honest with myself and just owning up to my mistakes and to kind of confront them in, in that way, you know, is life-changing. And yeah. it, it takes, is this a battle the whole time? But it, it, it's a battle that has to be be done, and um, so that you know, for me, like shame was a huge burden, and just the, the more you talk about it, the more comfortable you're. The more the shame these, gets defeated. Yeah, and, and that and that's why. And, and I mean, who wants to do a podcast about talking about like porn addiction? Nobody does. Like, but but for, but for me, it's like I, I need to do this so I can, you know get rid of this shame even more like it's because I, I want to talk about it and i'm helping people with it and um it, it's I, I i plan on seeing victory and i can i've been seeing some victory i've lately come across um suggestive images sometimes unintentionally but i'm i'm seeing these women a lot of times young young women not as objects. I'm seeing them as humans. And a lot of times, I think a lot of those pornographic images that are out there, 
they, these girls are being trafficked. They might look like they're enjoying what they're doing, but they are being forced to do that. And that's, that's one of the big reasons why pornography is so wrong. It, it, it encourages human trafficking. And so... And that's getting a lot worse. It's not getting any oh, better. It's, yeah, it's definitely getting worse. So I've, I've been able to pray for these young women whenever I see them rather than lusting for them. I'm, I'm seeing them as, as victims who are, well, even if they're willingly choosing what they're doing, they're still victims because they're victims to the lies that led them to those choices. Yeah, there's a lot of manipulation. Manipulation, lies they've told themselves, lies they've believed over the years as they were growing up. Mm -hmm. um, some people think that pornography is the uh, victimless crime. No, it's not. Most of those women in those images, whether it's on paper or on your screen, they're being trafficked. Mm -hmm. And it's got to stop. Yeah, and if we can, in some way, help alleviate that, like we, that's, oh yeah, that's what we want to do. Put so. a dent in the demand. Exactly. Oh man, if we can do that just a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it could be life changing for some people. Yeah. So. Yeah, if if you're listening to this and you uh, you're looking at pornography and you don't want to anymore, please reach out to us. We want to try to help you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you're not alone. Definitely I, not I can, alone. I can promise you that you're not alone. We all know people that, uh, we've, we've all uh, seen people fall. We, you know, I've seen, you know, pastors fall. I've seen sacred marriages destroyed. I've seen families destroyed because of pornography. And, you, you know, if we can do anything to, to help that, to bring healing in, in some yeah. way, you know, that, that's, that's, a, that's a victory all the way. Yep. So, what other kinds of things might we talk about? Have we pretty much covered? We talk about pretty much everything. Yeah, I want to do a, a regular segment on music. Mm -hmm. What, why music is important to me? Um, yeah, what brings inspiration? What brings inspiration? Yep. Uh, lessons I've learned. I mean, I just heard something really cool a week ago Monday from somebody, and I'm like, oh, I want to talk about that some more. Or what you've learned in your personal Bible study. Mm -hmm. I mean, sex isn't everything in the world, and we, it shouldn't be the only thing we talk about. And it's not. You know, we definitely have our opinions about, you know, um, you know, you know who is in office, you know. <laughs> you know. You mean the sock puppet that's occupying the White House? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> anyway, anyway. But, we, no, we, we definitely... We'll just ask a question or something, or throw something out there, and we'll talk about it for a half hour. And kind of like what we've just been doing. We just kind of stumbled onto something here, didn't we? Exactly, exactly. And I think it's a good thing. It's a beautiful good thing. thing. I think we might have ourselves a really good pilot episode. I think so. Edit out some of the ums and stuff, and yep, yep. I think we'll be good. Good. So let's wrap. We think uh, wrap this up. Yeah, I think that I think we got a good uh, good thing going here. You want to read uh, read yep, what you yep. got so, there? So. Um, so this will conclude our, our pilot episode here, but I want to leave you with this. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Amen. Amen. 
And so here we are, the Andy Man Podcast, signing off from the dungeon. I'm Andy. And I'm Andy. Have a good one.